I, 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 you know what, if, if we do something like this, I think that'll be kind of the special element of it is that it mm -hmm. feels kind of, uh, what are you trying to do? Oh, no, 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 yes, no, yeah, no, it feels spontaneous. No. Yeah. Thank you. We're not getting in the dryer. We don't play in there. <laughs> Hello and welcome to our very first popsicle pop-up. This is going to be an irregular series of the Popsicle team breaking down stories that we, for whatever reason, just couldn't resist. Basically, it means that one or more of us has gotten a bug up our ass to talk about something new because we liked it that much. Sometimes it'll be just two of us. Sometimes it'll be all of us. Other times it'll be three or four of us. It'll never just be one of us monologuing, so rest easy. Uh, today's group are me and the Kellys. First, we have the wonderful, oh, awesome. the wonderful Kelly Sue Milano, uh, mother of thunder and creator oh God, of stuff. Kelly Sue, great to see you. I'm totally getting mother of thunder tattooed on my body. Love it, love it. And then we have Philip Kelly, Philip Kelly, Philip Kelly, that, our that, wonderful you... producer, leader. And man about town. Ah, uh, thank you. I Good feel like that's Phil. a that's a callback to like a Sandman episode. You called me Philip Kaylee, wasn't it? I may have. I, yeah, I may have. I think that yeah. was uh, that was a long time ago. Yeah, I, I was probably sleepy that day too yeah, because yeah. it's early in the morning for me, and I've been up <laughs> rewatching um, what we've decided to pop up about today. Uh, it's probably unsurprising that today we're going to talk really quickly about the latest entry in the Star Wars franchise, Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, but before we get into the discussion, I'm going to give you a really brief recap of the episodes because this is not mm -hmm. going to be a long uh, episode, uh, pop up. Um, and I'm just going to warn you yes, here be spoilers. Obi Wan messed, Ana messed Anakin Skywalker slash Darth Vader up real bad at the end of Revenge of the Sith. And maybe worse than that, he failed to save the, save the life of Anakin's wife, Padme Amidala. So Vader has been looking for Obi Wan. And when he hasn't been looking, he's had his Sith Inquisitors, a collection of dark force wielders and fallen Jedi, on the case. One of them, Reva, the third sister, has a real hard-on for Obi-Wan. And now, after 10 years, they've finally gotten around to looking on Tatooine. The other Inquisitors are a bunch of slackers and haters, and so Reva sets in plot in motion to abduct Princess motherfucking Leah in order to draw Obi-Wan out. He doesn't take the bait until Leia's adopted father, Jimmy motherfucking Smiths, shows up to ask him personally. Obi-Wan tracks the princess to Dayu, a real armpit of a world, and promptly falls into the trap that has been set for him. Fortunately, Obi-Wan is still Obi-Wan, even if he's not using the Force, and he gets Princess Leia free, but they're still stuck on Dayu, with the third sister on her way and a bunch of bounty hunters on their butts. The princess complicates things with her, uh, shall we say, rebellious nature, but they manage to get away, not before Reva reveals to Obi-Wan Obi that Darth Vader lives and that he wants revenge. So, episodes one and two of Obi-Wan. Kelly, so I'm going to come to you first. Sure. Well, I, well, I know you have a moment because you I know, do. there's a Jawa running around your house as well. I know there is, you're going to hear, you'll hear my little Jawa too. Um, uh, what'd listen, you think? How'd you like it? I cried. 
I cried. I think I counted six times that I had tears in my eyes watching these first two episodes. Um, I wish looking back that I would have rewatched the prequels. Um, and I probably will do that just to feel it even harder. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, it was just breathtaking. I, um, I loved seeing this very vulnerable Obi-Wan, um, as I was sharing, I think I was chatting about it with Phil, but one of my favorite things about this, this two episode kind of opening presentation was that, um, we really get to see a hesitant and reluctant Obi-Wan really all the way up until the end of the second episode. And even then, you know, I was expecting like, there's going to be this bombastic moment where he uses the force for the first time. And, it, and we didn't even get that. It was very, you know, it just felt so real and honest and raw. And I was like, holy, holy moly, this is gorgeous. This is so beautiful. I wasn't expecting any of it. And then of course that final image in a, in episode two, I was like, <laughs> give me chills. Yeah. So that's my, Hot take out the gate. Philip, how about you? What is yeah. your at least lukewarm, if not white hot take? Uh, I I absolutely enjoyed it. I you know, lukewarm. Oh, sorry. No, no. <laughs> like I got, I got lukewarm. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> uh, no, this is like baby steps, Obi Wan. This is like baby steps out the door, baby steps into the elevator, and that was really fun to watch because I we I mean we're used to seeing at least Ewan McGregor is the cocky kind of you know freewheeling obi-wan uh, the one who was supposed to cut that almost kind of filled the role of the han solo character a little bit in almost, the prequels yeah. you know Agreed. he kind of had that that energy to see him sort of not feeling so hot about himself after murdering his best friend um you know that's uh that's a tough thing to carry around with you i guess um so it was nice to see that carried carried over so well in a very as Kelly Sue was saying very realistic way. Um, and I, I I'm, I'm shocked at how I did not see Princess Leia coming at all. And I'm, I'm so surprised that so many people online also didn't see it coming. Like I lit everybody that I'm seeing, nobody saw that coming and it's so perfect. Like it is. Yeah. And I, we, we were all somehow expecting Luke. They show him on his little, like, land speeder hut thing but it it was leia all along totally thought that's where it was going to yeah like ooh, it's gonna be him hiding out like a great marketing after yeah marketing. it was a oh, totally. really well done trailers yeah work because yeah. yeah i mean i think everyone was anticipating a story mm -hmm. that at least at least peripherally involved luke skywalker yeah and i could not be happier to have been wrong yeah um that little girl vivian lyra something playing princess leia is spot on she is so adorable and so precocious and so tiny she's so tiny <laughs> she's so tiny <laughs> um, i mean she's she's only nine yeah. but she's she's a small nine i think you know um and princess, but carrie fisher was short so it works yeah you know it does um i uh it really struck me what it hit me especially on, on watching these episodes a second time because you know the first episode opens with that quick recap of the prequel trilogy mm -hmm. yeah and they focus right on obi-wan when he says i have failed you anakin i have failed you and you know and that is where we kind of picking up this story we're picking up with an obi-wan who has failed he is a failure 
you know, and he knows it and he no longer believes in himself. And it's like you said, Philip, you know, in the prequel trilogy, he's cocky. He is so confident. You know, he just strolls on up and takes on General Grievous single-handed, you know, without, a, you know, without a care in the world. And he was that character. And Ewan McGregor is acting his freaking accent off because he is really convincing me that he is, you know, a man who used to be something and no longer believes that he is. You know, he is truly just, um, just like, and his character arc is so clear because he has to go from, you know, I have failed you, Anakin, to the guy who will lift up a new hope, you know, in, in 10 more years time, you know, and I love that this is that story and I'm really, I'm here for it because it feels really rooted in character. Yeah. You know, I um, totally agree. I saw uh, a little debate on Facebook. You know, someone had asked the question, you know, and this person was a Star Trek fan more than a Star Wars fan. Mm -hmm. And they were basically saying, you know, look, at least Picard, you know, as we revisit this old character is giving us new material. But, you know, we know what happens to Obi-Wan and to Luke and to Leia. You know, does this story even matter? And to me, you know, and I haven't loved Picard. Uh, you know, and I'm a fan of both franchises. Um, but to me, this feels like a true story about people, about characters, mm -hmm. revealing something valuable, you know? Yeah, um, absolutely. And there's no getting away from the fact that I, I argue that Princess Leia is the most underserved character in the entire franchise. And to get this little extra bit of her is mm. chef's kiss. Totally. Um, I, I, I was sharing with Phil because I was, Phil and I were geeking out on via text um, after watching it that I was getting a, like the best Leon the professional vibes once Obi-Wan mm -hmm. and Leia get together mm -hmm. um, and how so much of once they are together um, this was part of what was bringing, what was bringing so many tears to my eyes as I was like, I am so happy to be getting to see, to, this is really speaking to your point that you were making, Justin, about how we already know what happens, right? But it felt so oddly cathartic and so bittersweet and beautiful to be able to see, it's like we get to see what Leia's saying at the beginning of A New Hope when she tells Obi-Wan, you're my only hope. Right. Like we're getting to see that. And I was like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, Sobbing. The, 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 the moment I realized it was Leia, my eyes watered and I was yeah. ready to, yeah. I, I had Same that here. moment too. It was, it was. Uh, yeah. And I realized it as soon as I saw the buildings, as soon as they started oh, showing yeah. the, the cityscape yeah. on Alderaan, I was like, this is Alderaan. I, start, I started like bouncing in my seat. Uh, when I saw yeah. what was going on, where we were heading. Uh, and I'm not even a deep cut Star Wars fan. Like I was just sharing this on the fan base weekly podcast. I, I came into Star Wars fanhood much later in life. Mm. So, um, you know, these, the stories are still relatively new mm -hmm. to me, mm. but um, it doesn't, um, 
getting to see it, like you were saying, all of this, all of these character driven stories mm. um, yeah. bring the whole world alive for me in an entirely new way. And y'all, you and McGregor still got it. Oh, for sure. He's a great actor. Like, I, yeah. Dang. Yeah. Wow. I, I he do, was blowing me away. I do think there's something uh, valuable about seeing heroes that we grew up with uh, in a vulnerable spot. Yes. Just as, as people, as people, uh, that's one of the reasons why I like, I'm going to say it, The Last Jedi so much is you get to see the, you know, the ultimate hero as a kid, like mm-hmm. in a very similar way to Obi-Wan is you get to see Luke in that same spot. In, and, and to me, that meant a great deal. And coming back from that meant even more, like the fact mm-hmm. you know, seeing these heroes vulnerable in this place, find a way back from that uh, as an adult, you know, who's maybe gone through some shit like that. You know, finding that mm-hmm. it, it does, it means a great deal. Uh, it isn't just about defeating the uh, bad guy. It's about defeating that element inside yourself that says uh, you can't get, you, it's, you're just not worth anything anymore because you you failed one too many times or whatever. So and there's, uh, yeah. there's really something here, you know, like about aging, mm-hmm. about who we become as we become older and how we have to pass the torch onto a younger generation and how we have to, give them something to work with you know and like i think that's super important especially because those of us who grew up with star wars are now starting to get you know you know old and broken old and beat down as as Leia, you know, <laughs> so kindly put it you know yeah um uh but we'll I, be having, um, oh, go oh, ahead. Go Sorry, ahead. No, 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 please. You, no, no, because no, I'm about to take us to a different subject. So, oh, okay. Well, then I'll just say this one last thing. Um, and again, I'm, I, you and McGregor's performance. Um, did you just love and feel viscerally the moment where they've got that tight close up on Obi Wan when he finds out Anakin's alive? Oh, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he, he's doing grid work with no dialogue in his face mm-hmm. i was like oh it was so per- it was so perfectly done it was so beautiful oh my goodness uh, i mean you could see shock mm-hmm. sorrow guilt mm-hmm. it was all there mm-hmm. yeah yeah absolutely amazing absolutely and actually okay. a little one more little touch about obi-wan because mm-hmm. i had my philip kelly moment when i was doing my rewatch um during the entire first episode, they have Obi-Wan costumed in blue uh, or like drab, almost maroon pants, the blue shirt, the, the you know, the really dull green poncho. Mm-hmm. No Jedi colors. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like he's, if anything, that blue shirt is the opposite of Jedi colors. You know what I mean? But in the last shot of the episode, when he's decided and he's getting on board the transport, all of a sudden, he's got a, for the first time. He's got a different color on. He's got, uh, you know, that beige tan, you know, Jedi color shirt. And you're like, oh, he's coming back, you know. And th- that was a really interesting, deliberate, quiet, subtle choice, sure. you know. Sure. Um, but, um, I feel like we have really missed the other really big, great thing about this show, which to me has been freaking Riva, the third sister mm-hmm. played by Moses Ingram. Um, first of all, you know, like great villains are what make great stories, you know, in a bit, in a very real sense. And 
it always means a little something extra to me when we get a truly competent and scary villain who is a a woman and b a person of color you know and this she is on it like she is like you can feel her she is mad like there's more to this than ambition you know what i mean and Mm -hmm. that is exquisite you know i think a lot of people are assuming myself included that she is one of the younglings from the opening scene of the first episode uh and i mean the 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 black female youngling is the very first face we see in the show you know so you know that only you know lends to that possibility um and i feel like they're giving hints that you know she feels a sense of betrayal or having been deceived or something and i think they kind of clued us into that with leia and her belief that obi-wan has been lying to her keeping things from her and she flees from him and i think that's super thematic i think that's going to be to, to, to really underscore what's going on here you know that the jedi's so much of the thing it's not just obi-wan's personal failure it's that they don't you know they kept secrets and they were deceptive and they they don't trust you know and like that's coming back to bite them i think yeah um and she is selling that for me just absolutely selling it she's outstanding great villain amazing agreed and and she's she's gonna give uh i think she's gonna give obi-wan the opportunity to um kind of help someone as or to, to come back from his feeling like he uh failed like to then help someone come back from the dark side maybe is kind of Jeez. where i maybe see where it's going I, and I that's going to tie into the obi-wan you know redemption story here is her sort of struggle um she's the character who can be redeemed yeah out yeah. of all this yeah, yeah i agree so that's uh um, or maybe she won't and while we're on the topic of villain while i have my jawa jawaing in the background <laughs> um can we talk about flea yeah yeah we can talk about flea are you kidding me <laughs> all i wanted was a funky bass line you know? <laughs> like, uh for those of you who don't know flea plays the flea is the basis for the red hot chili peppers and he plays the the hired gun who kidnaps Princess Leia off of Alderaan and takes her to Dayu to draw out Obi Wan Kenobi. And so rad. He's awesome. Yeah, he was awesome. Kind of fit perfectly. He, he fit perfectly into the Star Wars world somehow. Uh, it was yeah. weirdly cartoonish in a weird way, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he fits. He he does fit the weird, you yeah. know, not quite human, normal, <laughs> abnormal, you know. Oh, Flea. We love and, you, and I Flea. I love Flea. Flea's yeah. hands down my yeah. favorite member of the Chili Peppers. Yeah. Um, oh, my gosh. And he's, I was having this conversation, too. It's like slight tangent, but um, Flea nowadays is giving me very David Bowie vibes. Like, very... Interesting. You're not from here, this sort of multi-talented genius who is just, like, off-planet all the time, mm-hmm. but amazing. Um I don't know why, but this was giving me callbacks to, um, um, oh, now I've just completely lost it. But suffice it to say, I love Flea in this. This was an awesome choice. And he has become even more legendary and magical to me at this point in my life. I'm totally with you there. Uh, Agreed. 
Yes. Totally with you there. Totally agreed. Uh, um, he he sold it too. He was, he was a natural. Yeah. Like he was, yeah, he just stepped up and was like, yeah, I can act. Well, I mean, I've seen him in small roles before. I, I haven't. Know? I don't think I have. Um, I, can't, I can't think of any anyway. And he's, you know, he's always been relatively convincing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was really struck with, you know, because he's a rock star and the Chili Peppers have had more than their fair share of problems with addiction. Mm-hmm. Um, when uh, Obi-Wan breaks that vial of glitter stem spice, and you know and fleas on the floor you know acting all, <laughs> all cracked out i was uh-huh. like oh man <laughs> it's like, a little on the nose isn't it you know, <laughs> you know? oh my god uh, i didn't even think of that amazing i totally well i read anthony kiedis's book so i always think of that now you know um i think the thing that i really like about this show is because i do feel like i can see where it's going you know you do know that it's gonna be a redemption arc for Obi-Wan and probably possibly a redemption story for the third sister as well, you know, in the end, you know, that like, like the original trilogy, this is going to be about someone, maybe Obi-Wan going back to save her in the end, you know? Um, I feel like I can see where it's going because I feel like this show show is really, really well structured, you know, the first episode is a spot on picture perfect first act of a story, you know, right up to at the end, the hero agreeing to take up the challenge, you know? Um, And the second episode introduces the quote unquote love story, you know, by creating this relationship that I expect to burgeon over the course of the series between Obi-Wan and Princess Leia um, while giving us some of the, you know, the trailer moments, the, you know, the action sequences and the quote unquote promise of the premise, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I expect we're going to get something pretty interesting at the end of the next episode, you know, to, to, to mark the midpoint of the series. Um, so, yeah, I feel like, I feel like I know where it's going, but I feel like that's okay. You know, like sometimes, yeah predictability is okay if it's done well you know like there's just something to be said for craftsmanship and god knows there's still room to be surprised you know yeah i've already been surprised multiple times so many times i would love to ask Mm y'all you know again like i was saying i'm relative i came into star wars love later in life as my child is literally walking a porg over to me right now (laughs) <laughs> Look. so so did you did you see wow uh, did you see the prequels when they were being released or was yes this, and okay. so it was around that time that i was like i really want to get into this i think mm-hmm. i'm going to really dig it like i had i had seen the original movies sort of like um peripherally when right. i was young you mm-hmm. know right. but i hadn't really dug into it um and so i was like i'm really going to dig into this And I did. And I'm like, holy, wow. Mm -hmm. You know, but this was also before you could just on demand watch anything you want. Right. 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 Um, And so now I'm kind of like, ooh, I need to, I need to check in on all of this other, you know, Star Wars content that I've missed out on, you know, all these years. And so you were talking to me about Clone Wars, Phil. Or Rebels. I've... I mentioned Rebels. But oh, yes, Clone, Rebels. Clone Wars is definitely worth watching too. But Rebels is like And I haven't seen either superior. of those. Mm-hmm. So like 
would though and are are those supportive content to this obi-wan story absolutely yeah. rebels um, especially um but yeah you okay. still know clone wars especially too because it's all about anakin and obi-wan, Obi-Wan and their friendship awesome. and the building okay. of their friendship yeah and yeah um i think it's worth noting that hayden christensen um has been on record saying that he watched as preparation he watched all of clone wars you know like that was part of his preparation for the role which i think is really cool Mm -hmm. Um, i still think that rebels is the best star wars the entry the best entry into the star wars franchise that isn't the empire strikes back like i think i think rebels is amazing. amazing star wars storytelling um right yeah and it has the freedom because you're basically using original characters to do some really interesting stuff. Yeah. Um, but Clone Wars probably will have more direct relevance here. Mm-hmm. I think Rebels, because Rebels is where the, the Inquisitors are introduced. Yeah. Stuff like that. Mm. Even though it okay. happens later cool. in the timeline. Yeah. But that's where yeah. the first time we see them as an audience. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Well, I'll get on that with all the free time I have. <laughs> and and you'll, you'll get a you'll get a you'll get a lot of Ahsoka then too if you do Clone there's, Wars. And there's she's remarkable. Yes. She's remarkable. Yeah. There is a lot of Clone Wars. You might be, it might behoove you to do some research and find out what the indispensable episodes are because there are yeah. like Clone Wars yeah. has some stinkers. Yeah. Got it. Rebels does not because yeah. there are a lot more episodes. There's like it's yeah. 20, 22 episode seasons, I think, mm-hmm. and and almost seasons. twice as many seasons. Yeah, wow. So okay. there there are lists online that you can see which Clone Wars episodes do I need to watch, and they'll give you a done a yeah. list right. of like the the thirty or whatever. The Bridges and, did that for me for TNG, mm-hmm. and it's there, been very helpful. Yeah. The uh, the great thing about Clone Wars is Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. She hasn't been mentioned in this show yet, but mm-hmm. she's a big part. Uh, I mean, Clone Wars is about the relationship between Anakin, Obi-Wan, and Ahsoka. Yeah, yeah. You know, and... Oh, okay, great. And well, there you go. Ahsoka is... Ahsoka's come to be, to me, one of the top two or three characters in all of Star Wars. Hell so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, she's up there with the Han Solos and the, you know, whoever, Darth Vader's of the world, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Um. And I would very much like there to be a mention of her in this show. Yes. I don't, you know, I don't need to see her. That's that's right. doesn't make sense to me. Right. But I would very much like a mention of her. Yeah. That'd be um, nice. Um I don't know. Um uh, is yeah, there right. anything we haven't covered? Like this is supposed to be a quickie. This is just a pop-up. I mean, yeah. Pops up I mean, pop up. It was nice to see Joel Edgerton being all gruff and like grovelly. I think we will see him gravely. again. I think so. I think too. we will see him again. But because he was re- yeah. Third sister even such says a good, yeah. such great casting. Yeah, yes. yeah, the car- carried it. over, nailed yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, nailed it. Well, he was the he was the Owen in the prequels too. So, yes, yeah. but I didn't get a chance to say that then. <laughs> yes, yes, no. Jones. But he, he's, Jones growing, he's growing into it quite well. Mm-hmm. Pardon. Jo- Jones is right now trying to sell Kelly Sue a processor board that he probably <laughs> stole from her laptop. Like a job. That's exactly what's going on. <laughs> yes. That's exactly what's going on. Didn't even clean Listen, it first. He pulls a fast one, just like a Jawa, even though, even when it's not so fast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yep. 
Um, this yeah. is fun, y'all. Yeah. I like these. I like this casual pop upness where we can just geek out real quick. Yeah, it it feels yeah. like the it feels yeah. like something we needed to do, and mm-hmm. that way we're not missing things that we think are relevant, you know, yeah. and yeah. worth talking about. Um, on that note, unless anyone has anything else that they want to say, real quick, I think we can wrap it up. Um, yeah. Uh, I will say, uh, fan, uh, popsicle fans, if you enjoyed this popsicle pop up, um, you should stay tuned because very soon we will be announcing our next two series. Uh, well, they've been announced. We have Stranger Things four series. Dropping have we announced this- Stranger Things already? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, we are getting ready to start. Rec- we are recording in just a few days. Um, our breakdown of Stranger Things season four. And yes, there has been lots of off-mic geeking out, let me tell you. Um, and we're also excited to tackle uh, David Lynch and Mark Frost's murder mystery, Twin Peaks. Um, so those things are coming up. Uh, if you want to know when they're going to happen, follow us at Popsicle Pod on all social media platforms or sign up for our newsletter at popsiclepod.com for all upcoming and ongoing podcast and related info. That's P-O-P-S-K-L-P-O-D. Um, so until next time, hello there. This has been a Popsicle Podcast production.